Hey guys, it's Olivia, and today I'm going to talk to you guys about self-compassion. I believe it to be one of the absolute key components to happiness in your life. It's integral, which is why I am excited to share this with you guys today. So what I'm going to tell you guys about is, first I'm going to define self-compassion, what it is, tell you the benefits about it, and then how can you implement that into your life. So just real quick before I start, the reason that I fell in love with self-compassion in the first place is because of words carry weight. So I love that this is kind of like a full circle moment that now I'm sharing it back to the Words Carry Weight podcast. (laughs) So I found self-compassion and really the true essence of what it is because Rachel and I were doing a presentation for a hospital staff and they wanted us to talk about empathetic patient care. So of course, Rachel and I aren't doctors. (laughs) So there was a lot of research that went into this that we didn't previously have. And we were emailing back and forth with a professor from the University of Miami. And he sent me a bunch of articles and research papers on self-compassionate being key to empathetic patient care. So I was reading up on it. And then I'm like, this isn't just key to empathetic patient care. This is key to happiness. So let's talk about what it is. Kristen Neff, a psychologist, defines it as three key things. Self-kindness, common humanity, and mindfulness. It's essentially positive internal dialogue, hence words carry weight. So it's about using kind words for yourself. But I know I already did a podcast on that. So this is a little different, a little uh, more niche in the sense that it's about self-forgiveness. Forgiving yourself is key to growing, if that makes sense. If you, and I know we've all been there, are so hard on yourself when you make a mistake, then how are you going to learn from it if you're just putting yourself down on it and you're constantly revolving around that mistake, reflecting on it in a negative way, like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Why did I do that? If you forgive yourself, that's how you're going to elevate yourself. So there are some amazing benefits. Four key ones that I took from the research that I read is one, reduced burnout. So if you are not so hard on yourself, but instead you are your own cheerleader, your own best friend, it's going to be a lot easier to take on difficult tasks, to take on, for example, if you work longer hours because you got your own back. Increased resilience, I think that's number one, honestly, because you can bounce back, right? You can rebound. You are giving yourself the encouragement and the forgiveness from a previous mistake to keep going. And kind of when you run into a roadblock, now you're able to redirect better. You have better problem solving skills, and that's going to give you so much success. You have enhanced empathy with other people because you have to foster a compassionate attitude towards yourself and a deeper understanding of the troubles that you have and the struggles that you're going through to be able to extend this to other people around your life and improved satisfaction with your life, right? Because when you're your own forgiver, you are compassionate to yourself and you're your own cheerleader. Now you're acknowledging your achievements, which I know is difficult for for a lot of people because it feels kind of cocky, right? To be excited for yourself like oh wow look at what I did and that feels weird and cocky right because it's like oh I'm being a little arrogant 
But it is so, so important to acknowledge your efforts, your achievements, treat yourself with that kindness when you, you, it doesn't, and I'm not just talking about like you want a trophy. I'm talking about, oh, last time I messed up and look, I just fixed it. Look what I just did. I just rewrote my wrongs um, in a cliche sense. But you are going to get a greater sense of fulfillment from your life. It's it's really, I, I told you guys, a key component and it's incredible. So I just want to talk about ways to incorporate it. And then after I can give you guys kind of like a, a template dialogue to speak to yourself when you're in this situation because... This is what I have read and what I like to use. So ways to incorporate it. One is definitely trying to find a balance between being the present moment while also not dwelling on the past, right? Because that's where the depression can stem from, dwelling on things that happen that you can't control, but you're trying to control it almost, but learning from those moments, and it's a difficult balance to find. I completely understand. But when we're focusing on the past, how can we forgive ourselves? And then how can we move on to the future, right? How can we think, oh, I, I did that and that sucks, but I'm going to do better. This is me now. We're in the present moment and I'm going to do better now. You have to also cultivate a growth mindset where you view your failures as an opportunity for learning and growth. Because I think messing up or just the word mistakes in general, it really has a negative stigma behind it, right? No one wants to make a mistake. No one wants to mess up. No one. But too bad because we all do it all the time. So you have to see it as, I guess, not a bad thing, making a mistake. Making a mistake is actually what gives you purpose in life, in my opinion. Making a mistake is how you can learn. You can elevate yourself as a person. You can find growth, right? And then here is where the words carry weight aspect comes in is when you have a personal inadequacy, you should treat it with a gentle and an understanding tone. What I like to think of as treat yourself like how you would treat a friend, a family member, a relationship that you have. So If someone that you love and they mess up and they're really upset about it, right? You're not going to be like, yeah, why would you do that? No, of course not. You're going to be like, I understand that that wasn't the right thing to do. And I agree it wasn't the right thing to do, but you don't have to beat yourself up for it. I'm here for you. You're going to do better next time. You're still a good person. Things like that. And there's, that's just four examples of things to say right? There are so many things. Think about what you would say to someone that you really care about. And then remember, you got to really care about yourself and treat yourself with that same kind and gentle tone and understanding. Kind self-talk, right? Also, prioritize self-care activities such as nurturing your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. So that can be meditation, right? Set aside a few minutes every day to focus on your breath, your body sensations, and you can even find specific self-compassion meditations that are on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I know there's more because I know we have this podcast on more platforms, but there are a lot of self-compassion meditations that I find myself enjoying maybe on a long car ride. Um, Although I do love my music, sometimes it is nice to put on a motivational podcast or such as this one (laughs) 
but um, one that kind of dives more into self-compassion uh, at a greater extent than this one episode that I'm giving you right now. You can focus on your physical well-being and nurturing that. Exercise is incredible. You can also do relaxing things. There's essential oils that are great for relaxing. Taking baths. Uh, your mental well-being, like I said, meditations earlier. There's also, you can read a book, a hobby that you like. Uh, and then your emotional well-being, right? Which is essentially kind self-talk. But doing these three things is going to give you a stronger sense of who you are, a calmer way of approaching things. And that is how you're going to give yourself more patience and more understanding by nurturing your self-care. Also, you can always reach out to supportive friends, family members, colleagues, anyone where if you're in that moment where you really can't give yourself that compassion that I forgive you and it's okay in your own internal dialogue, you can always reach out to people around you when you can't give yourself that same ear that same guidance uh build yourself that support system that can give you that compassion when you can't give it to yourself now i want to give you guys a dialogue a kind of template that i like to use for myself so just hypothetically you make a mistake right it can be little it can be big whatever it is this works Always, 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 I just recommend whenever a negative situation happens, the first thing to do is to take a deep breath, (sighs) right? Center yourself, find yourself in a calm, rational, reasonable state of mind. Then you're going to start deciphering, right? Okay, what happened? Let's break it down, right? Sometimes when you're living, although emotions are beautiful, when you're living in that heavily emotional state of mind it actually a negative thing a mistake ends up seeming a lot worse in your head if you really break down the actual events that happens it can feel a lot more reasonable to to work with and decipher in your head so tell yourself okay i'm calm let's break this down let's figure out what happened what really happened right so you're breaking it down whatever it is that happened You're talking to yourself about it in your head. And then you're like, okay, I should not have done that. That wasn't a good thing to do. That wasn't helpful or whatever, whatever it was. If it wasn't helpful, if it wasn't kind, that wasn't blank, right? I should not have done that. And if you need to make amends, then I need to make amends and I will do so. But I forgive you, right? You need to forgive yourself. I forgive you. I know what I did is wrong. And I forgive you. Because the fact that you were able to recognize and feel guilt about what you did being wrong and know that you need to make amends, that is self-recognization. And that means that you are ready to be forgiven. Forgive yourself and say, I still love you. You can. I, I literally chant these things in my head. I still love you. I still have value, right? I am still an amazing person. I am still a kind person. I am still a smart person. Whatever it is that you messed up on. Say you are accidentally unkind to someone or purposefully, but you regret it. I am still kind. Then you have to tell yourself that one instance, that does not define what I did. Because it doesn't. That one mistake that you made does not define who you are as a person. So that one instance does not define me. You tell yourself that. 
And then you kind of try to figure out, since you deciphered what you did, now you can talk to yourself about, okay, so this is how I messed up. How can I fix it next time? What can I do better? If I am find myself in a similar situation next time, what am I going to do? Figure that out. And then the last step to self-compassion is letting it go. Once you figure out, this is how I'm going to make it right, I am not going to do it next time. This is how I'm not going to do it next time. Then you have to let it go. Because like I said earlier about incorporating self-compassion, when you're trying to find that balance between the present moment and not dwelling on the past, right? That's not going to happen if you keep thinking about the situation, thinking, oh, why did I do that? But you already talked to yourself about it right? You already figured out what you can do better. So now it's time to let go because you're not helping yourself by holding on to it. You're not helping anyone else by holding on to it either. And we all do it. We all linger on a negative situation, but you're not giving yourself any kindness, any help, no one else, any kindness, any help by doing so. You have to let it go. You free, And you can literally tell yourself, I free myself of this thought. I free myself of this instance it is gone, right? And now, what's incredible about this conversation, and I know it sounds weird, but I promise you guys have this conversation with yourself, because now what you've done is the best of both worlds, right? You took a negative situation, you processed it, and you learned from it, and then at the same time, you don't have to let it drag you down either, right? Because some people, they go through life just letting go of things, but also not learning from them either, And then some people, they do learn from it, but they hold on to it and it drags them down. You just did the best of both scenarios. And this, I really truly believe, is a key and core component to your happiness. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am so happy to be able to share this with everyone. And I can only hope that I've made a positive impact on anyone listening. I know that I feel good reviewing it in my head kind of this this mindset because now it's going to be fresh for me talking to you guys about it so I can incorporate it even better into my life so thank you guys for that and have the best day I love you all bye